Welcome to the King's Road Podcast. I am your host, the Aries Justin Yawns, and I'm here with... Uh, CD Sun, what's up? Uh, nothing much. And we are here to change your view on professional wrestling. And we're talking about Sting 1996. We're talking about when he starts to change into the Crow gimmick. And what do you think? What do you think about this? Sting was so gangster in 96. <laughs> yes. He's just so fucking gangster. <laughs> like, like I'm I'm watching the, the segments and it's so unlike wrestling. You know, where wrestling is always about these bombastic characters, especially back then, where everything is loud. And even now, everything gotta be overly explained. Uh it has to be overly visual, overly in your face, and they got to have the commentators mention it every 30 minutes. Yeah. Sting would come in, not say a word. Maybe he'll look at you. Maybe he won't. Even like the like the little things when he would give the bat <laughs> yeah. to to like Rick Steiner or, or, or Lex Luger and then like Any, anybody back. else that would have like just been like, what it was like what what is this idiot doing but the (laughs) way you know what i loved that the first time he does that with rick steiner the immediately rick steiner jumps him because to me and i think that's very important because yeah if if you establish okay so we have established that somebody can attack him doing that Instead of, you know, the stupid, oh, so are we supposed to believe that this guy is just giving people bats and no one is going to attack him ever? Yeah, like WWE is, oh, my God, what what's going on? He's. But then it became, okay, now people know what happens if you do attack him. You're getting your ass whooped. So now it becomes like, like, I remember, like, us as kids, we would say, it's like, oh, no, he's not going to attack him. It's like, why? Because he will get his ass whooped. You ain't see what he did to Rick Steiner immediately after yeah. that? <laughs> like, I know. It was, it was great. What I liked about it is he had such a, a presence. Like, he, even though he's not overly huge like Brock Lesnar, he had an intimidating presence. Like, don't cross me. Oh, well, which okay. is really interesting. Well, he was a big guy, though. You know, he was a like, big guy, but not like he wasn't that. He was maybe at one time, like maybe slightly smaller than Brock. But by this point, he's lost a lot of the mass that he had as surfer's thing. Yeah. You know, like, because he was a legitimate, like, big dude. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? he's a bodybuilder. And and then he just, his look completely changed. I, you know what I loved? It's just, there's nuances in the character that just, at the time, was never seen in wrestling. The whole just staring down in the rafters, even little things like the the like he's staring at Lex Luger, right? Yeah. And then Lex Luger like gets uh, counted out, and is trying to chase him. And and normally a wrestler would do like something like, "What am I gonna do?" Sting just looks, turns around. Not he doesn't even not even yeah. a little fast. Everyone moves out of the way. <laughs> it, it was great because, I mean, like, it's not like with Undertaker where it was dependent on music. Like, oh, there's the music. Here he comes. It wasn't like like anyone could have done this. In effect. Anyone could have done it, this. 
it was music effects and whatnot with sting it's a it, it's in the eyes it really is in the eyes it's not just the the face paint like there was an intensity in the eyes that honestly i would never associate with sting you know there was something different especially when you compare it to surfer sting yeah he was just different the, I mean, there was an intensity in the eyes but there was also like a sadness yeah. to like whenever he was sitting down in the rest of the, it, it almost seemed like he was sad like yeah to me like i seriously think i think the sting run from 96 to to the end of 97 is probably the most artistic wrestling angle really that, is. that i ever saw yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's probably the the biggest change of a character you've seen. Like, like maybe yeah. Vince McMahon. Going You're surprised from by a, that, Justin? Think about it. Have I ever spoken about Sting? Mm, well, not really, right? No, not really. No. We went from Stone Cold Steve Austin to Sting, because even though I don't give a fuck about Sting, really, from '96 to '98, yeah. He was in the level of Stone Cold for me. He was. You know, like, the, these cool. these were the two these were the two faces that carried ninety seven. You wanted to see Austin, and you wanted to see. Listen to the to the crowd. They're chanting for Sting, and they're chanting for Austin, at, like toward the end. And they're polar opposites, completely different yeah. characters. Like when I think of dream matches, like everybody goes Hogan. I mean, it goes um, Austin Goldberg. I always wanted mm -hmm. to see. Austin Sting wanted to be a better match, and it and they and they're polar opposites. I did yeah. want to see Goldberg and Austin, but I also wanted to see yeah. uh, Sting and and Austin. Like that's the thing uh, that frustrates me with you know WWE new? Revisionist. Yeah, people always talk about this Undertaker Sting match. I don't hmm. know. I never felt that. Like I never yeah. thought of the Undertaker at that level. Like. Yeah. Yeah, Undertaker's a bigger star than Sting now because his career was like, but I never thought ever that Undertaker ever had a peak like Sting had a peak. No. Very few wrestlers ever had that kind of peak. And, and, and we yeah. talked about that in, at 13 when he gets the, when, when Taker gets the title, it's kind of like he's like anticlimactic. Nobody cares. Just you give know, it to Brett. <laughs> you know what I also loved? And I think I said this to you once. I this is one thing WCW did really well. And and look, as us watching the '96 and '97 Raws, my God, WCW looks so much more big time. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, it was not even close. Well, they had better cameras. They, they had, had better the cameras. They had, the they had a better cameras. set. They had a better production. There was nothing that WWE really had at this point. Like, yeah. It looked completely different. It looked like a Super Bowl. You At know how they point, used to call WrestleMania Super Bowl, even though nobody believed that ever. I yeah. mean, at least Nitro actually looked like it was a football event. Also, Nitro ran huge arenas like domes. Mm -hmm. Raw never did that. They didn't do that till like '99. They, but they he, you know what dared. I love? Like, so I just finished watching the volume 15 part of the videos we're watching. Yeah. And you see at the very end of it, um, you, you, you have, you know, the beat down with big show and, and, and yeah. all these guys, the giant. and then like, you're, you're seeing like 
the the giant NWO and all these guys like here, and then you see Sting faded. Something yeah. you never see in wrestling. Oh yes, I've only yeah. Seen oh, it with that thing. thing when they would fade, like so you can see, yeah. like Sting is lurking upon WCW from the corner, and it doesn't feel like this post. Like if WWE did that, it would feel so it was live and fake. But the way they did it, it, it was, was live. It looks so real. Like like yeah, like you said, they did it live. They would lie. You know, I mean, their their production was so over the top back then. Like, but in a good way. Like it, and I never see that done in wrestling. Like, cause I always love those kind of segments. It's like that the Starcade video, which looks like a movie video. It, it looks like yeah. a movie trailer. No, I know it. It was, uh, it was so head and shoulders above. So let's talk a little bit about. All right, so this whole thing kind of comes about when you know. Um, they think that Sting uh, attacked Luger and they're mm -hmm. doing, you know, the NWO is basically the show right now. And then that brings them to fall brawl and Sting pretty much takes out the NWO. And just is like, you know what? You don't believe me. I'm just walking out. Okay. So let's put this in on a little perspective mm -hmm. and I'm a FYI. I hate Lex Luger. So, <laughs> so Lex Luger to me is a fuck up, right? Yeah, but he stings terrible. boy. He stings boy. Yeah. So, like, who got him his job in WCW? Sting. Who got him his, who gave him a gym and partnered with him? Sting. And you know all of this going in. They explain it. They talk about it a little bit. Sting is always backing up Lex Luger in everything. Yeah. Even though, like, in wrestling, Lex Luger has a more spotty record as because he has been a heel. And yeah. Sting, up to this point, is like oh. it's a Hogan kind of always been a baby face. Yeah, he, so, he like, was never a heel. He was unquestioned. Like Blade yeah, Runners, he, maybe a heel. He was like an unquestioned character in that sense. He, yeah. he was always a baby face. He always stood up for truth and justice and all this crap. And his boy, who he got his job, is saying, I don't believe you. You lying. You with these motherfuckers. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> really? You're the guy who's saying all this shit? I am. You, the guy who couldn't beat Yokozuna, come on, man. But Fuck but I love like, like he shows up at that fall brawl. He just wipes. He whoops everybody's ass. He could have won the match, and he just. But you know what out. I love? You know what I love the most about that match? The commentating. They're yeah. explaining that if only Lex Luger would have trusted Sting. They would have yeah. won. He beat them single handedly by himself. He, like, they, it like, gave a subtlety to the, to, yes, to, to wrestling that we don't have. Exactly. Today. And you have Ever. the commentators explaining to you look, they didn't believe him. They doubted him. He feels betrayed. And he yeah. told, and he showed you single handedly could beat the other team. That's yeah. what a star sting is in, in the scope. Yeah. And and then you have Lex Luger in his hands and knees. Sting. Yeah. Sting. It's kind of lame, but but like it, it's then, lame because it's still... Lex Luger is lame. If yeah. Hulk Hogan was doing that spot, it would have been yeah. so much better. Because but he it's... knows how to sell and do that. Uh, but it's yeah. Lex Luger and he sucks, so he didn't do it well. But at least you had the commentators explaining that he's yeah. yelling out Sting's name. Yeah. You could barely hear him. I mean, he this sucks. is basically where 
because what the stakes of the match were that like the NWO gets to like pretty much you know, take over the show. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 you know, so I like that they did little things like that with the NWO, giving them reasons for why they're on the show. Like why, like, why aren't we just cutting them off right now? Oh, and, and, they and you know what, what hits me if you compare it to now, you know, what would have happened in that? So sting would have came in and would he would have like beat on them for a while he would beat on them for like maybe a minute and then the numbers game and then they would have jumped sting and made him look like every other guy because yeah. it's what they do you know this yeah. is perfect because it establishes sting as a piece that's heading shoulders above everyone in wcw including and, and, the, and a guy who could take on could help them with the nwo he beat him because by himself. There's just nobody at that time that was able to do anything to him. He beat him by himself. And and I love that. Like, I miss that. When you have this baby faith. Yeah. And this is a problem with WWE. Becky Lynch was talking about it in the show. They make the, the heels look better. And you look yeah. foolish as a baby face. Well, that's why a she wanted face, to be a heel. Baby face should never look foolish. In fact... A baby face should rarely be in a losing situation or else. Why are you a baby face? People don't like losers because no one I likes mean, a loser. I mean, you heard what, you know, Becky was saying. She's saying, I thought I was a bigger. Very I, honest. It was better when uh, Becky, you know, you know, they were calling her a heel, but she was still a baby face. But, you know, she was able to do what she wanted. And then when she you saw how back, edited that that show was, you can tell Austin said something they didn't want to show. Of course. You can tell. I'm sure he's like, so, you know, the old man, did he do that? You know, like, That's although, why I well, like well, the show. But but you know that they also do those stupid fade outs now because. Yeah, I know. I know. Dumb. But right. it's also them. So, you know, they edited something out. Probably. I don't trust WWE for shit. I don't trust them. No, I don't trust them. But but, but you bring I up a good the point. Nuances. The baby face that yeah comes. So I the next night nuance. he comes right. out and he cuts the promo and he does it to the back of the car. He does it to the to the crowd, but to the back of the car, you know, the hard camera. Uh-huh. Which WWE never do something like that because they're all about, no. you know, the camera. But I was like, it gave an interesting perspective. It's like, oh, he's turning, he's turning his, his back. back on everyone. Mm -hmm. you know and and this is the time when he says what he says that he's a free agent i believe uh -huh. that's when he, he cuts that promo. that he was went, the last oh. time he spoke no 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 there's one more time he spoke they they i don't know why they didn't put that clip on there but he comes out the first time with the jacket on and he had like white uh the white face paint but he didn't have the black streaks yet and he beats um he beats down uh, the, the fake sting and he says that right there is your cheap imitation of sting. And then he <laughs> says the real sting may or may not be in your price range. And then he says, the only thing for sure about sting is nothing's for sure. For sure. And, yeah, then, he yeah. and then he, and then he leaves and everybody's kind of like, what the hell is that? And that's the last time he spoke, but it was an interesting Thing because he looks like he's with the NWO. He's dressed exactly like the and NWO. Black and white. You know it's who really I really liked? Um, I don't know if you ever heard like Cody Rose talk about uh the sting uh storyline. Yeah, he did. He like, he did it like we we like we talked about it. The, you know, WWE like he's never talked about it the way yeah, like, Cody Rose. Is I the best love the fact that he's like, okay, he's dressed in black and white, not because he's trying to dress like the NWO. 
but to, like it's almost exemplifying the fact that he feels like his heart yeah. is dark he was now mourning. because his own boy the guy he got a job is like you're yeah. lying and, the and it's not like any person eye. is saying you're lying it's not like um yeah. It's not like somebody like that you know has a good heart is saying it. It's fucking Lex Luger. That right. that would hurt more. Like when I got that, like <laughs> no, Lex Luger sh- is questioning my integrity. And the streets <laughs> going down his eye are almost it's, like he's tears. tearing for WCW and the fact that that yeah man, I fucking yeah. loved it and and so I really great. do think it's the most artistic. Uh, storyline. I mean, I might be wrong. There might be another one I can't think of, but but here's the thing: when when WWE has has done their retrospectives, they've never told this part of the story, right? They well, always no, talk about the NWO. Would make WCW look too good. Oh, is that it? Yeah. So they got to talk good about the NWO, but they can't mention Sting. How they were doing that well? <laughs> well, no, because they never bring Sting that up. They talk AEW about and TNA. The thing is that Sting's yeah. character is not like the NWO where they bought it. Okay, they never really bought Sting. Even when they rented him for two years, they didn't really do anything with Sting. Oh, you mean WWE? Okay, W. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. They were never going to put that character over because they no. didn't make it. They didn't own it. And the guy was only there for like a year, and a year and the a vig- half. The vigilante Sting. Like, what a stupid vigilante. Like, that's not, you don't call somebody a vigilante. That's like a derogatory term. You don't code yourself, hi, I'm the vigilante Sting. <laughs> like, nobody, they, they have the lamest catchphrases, like the big dog, Roman Reigns, the, the devil's favorite demon. Like, what the hell is that shit? You know what it is? JR JR was great at making names. So after they fired JR for the 12th or 16th time, they were like, we need somebody to think some names up. The Apex Predator. (laughs) The Apex Predator. That's too wordy. It's not cool. Who did the Viper? Was that JR too? I think, but yeah, he kind of came. Well, no. Damn, no, even no, that no, one? No, actually, I think that was stupid Michael Cole who started saying that was when he was in charge. Okay. But it's still kind of, I, I liked it, but what, like for me, I was always like, yeah, but it's not Austin. Like I wouldn't say yes, anything about a that's snake. That's how I thought. I'm like, uh, don't bring up a snake. I'm sorry, the snake is gone. Unless you're Jake Roberts, those Jake Roberts and Austin have they've closed the snake gimmick. You can't do you can't be a snake anymore. Maybe a cobra. I, I don't eh, know. That's about it. I, I'm not bothered by Orton being the viper. Like it kind of fits. You don't like, like the apex predator? No, I hate that. That's stupid. For one, what is he the apex, apex of? Predator. He's been number two for most of his career. <laughs> He should be the number beta two, predator. The beta How is he predator? the apex predator? John Cena was the apex predator. You were he's like the, the B-pex. He's you were the, the beta. B-pex. You he's were the, the C, the C-pex predator. Because Punk over, overshot him too. He's the Delta predator. <laughs> <laughs> the Delta predator. He wasn't even the beta. Shit, Punk was the beta. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so then the next time we see him, we see him in the rafters, and he's just like watching the matches, and no one's ever like really seen this. No, and he's nobody. got. He hasn't figured out the the face paint yet. It's just. Well, you know what I think. So, I actually like that. Like, if you notice, right? The first, like, at first it was just like white paint, and yeah. then you know like dark shadow and then like tears and shit. so it you saw like a continuous evolution up until i would say mid 97 i think yeah was when when he started having like consistent like one consistent design the one we know the most yeah. but like up until that point you saw like a consistent change kind of not exactly but kind of like alistair black where you see that it gets like darker and, yeah. and there's more definition to it. Like, I like that. Well, I, at first, they were just kind of ripping off the crow. Of and course. And then he started figuring out, no, I'm not going to do look, that. Look, I like, like the crow. Yeah, the crow. He did crazy. the crow better than Brandon Lee, in my opinion. <laughs> That's a cool movie. But I like yeah, the movie no, a he, lot. He, he and did it represented the 90s perfectly. It's one of those movies really represented that, that era. Like, I, I miss that, like, dirty look. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks like, well, that yeah, Alexander Proyas, I, I believe, did, you know, it, it had the same thing. David Fincher, those directors that had that dirty, yeah, dark, gritty. Look. You don't see that anymore. Like, Matt, I, I wish see that Marvel, Batman movie. I want to see well, that. I Batman think we're going to, I think we'll see that in this Batman movie. I think it's going to be good. That's going to be a good feeling. This Marvel I'm, I'm won't getting... do anything. They're so insistent on their green screen, which it's almost becoming like. I want to see. Did you hear? So they got John uh, uh, from The Punisher. They did? I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. He's, so I want to know what they're going to do with that character because that's yeah. not a character you should do the way they do everything else. He, he can't he's be different. He's a violent character, too. He has to be Very different. Violent. You cannot do it the way you've done every template up to this point. No. They tried that, and it didn't really work. The, the, John Berth Bernthal is probably the best I've seen Punisher done. Well. I agree. I agree. Like he, like he kind of, you know, like you got him. And I was like, yeah, do that. And you know what? Sting was the Punisher of WCW. He was. He was the Punisher. He's been betrayed, and here he comes. It was so cool. It was because, like, at that time, the NWO had, they didn't really have anybody to, like, really go against that, like, you really cared about. And then here's Sting. You know what else? Like, if somebody explained, uh, explained this to me, like, years ago. I never thought about it like this, despite the fact that I lived in Florida, which was very big WCW territory. Yeah. Um, the fact is, if you saw the NWA and the Crockett promotions in the 80s, you kind of had like you grown up with Lex Luger and Sting. They always mm -hmm. had like a relationship. If you saw that kind of wrestling. Which yeah. most of the people that watch WCW watch Jim Cro uh, Jim Crockett for the most part. Yeah. Like for a good portion. So they grew up on on Sting and Lex Luger, who sucks, you know? Yeah. Like But look at look at how many times it, they had Nitro you, in Charlotte. Yeah, it was, like it was yeah. Like they talk about like Seth Rollins and Roman. It 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 had a dynamic to that. They were yeah. always kind of together. And then the the dastardly person is questioning Sting. 
the you know like, oh fuck this company you don't deserve me and you know what's also great so if you notice when he comes in the ring and and one of the nitros when yeah. when the nwo surrounds wcw and he comes in and yeah. breaks the 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 circle formation now how is anybody supposed to have any sympathy for WCW? Because if you notice, he comes in, all the WCW guys are hit, trying to hit him. No, mm-hmm. none of the NWO guys are even touching Sting. And everybody that's trying to attack him is from WCW, the baby faces. He hasn't done anything to any of you guys. But that's but that, you're that was the thing. Him. They they were playing it up because he looked like the NWO. So they were like, you know, I like so, the fact that like people call out Sting. Like, yeah. And he would just show up and <laughs> death drop him to hell. <laughs> but like what I like is like, so he go, he comes in. So this is how I see it, especially if you see it with hindsight and you already know how everything goes. To me, this is like Sting giving WCW another another opportunity to fix their wrong. And the first thing they do is try to attack him. And then he just like looks at them and leaves. And it's like, fuck it, you're not worth my time. Not yet. And I like that. He's a smart baby face. Whereas, you know, in WWE, they'd be like, no, he's still staying there. And it was like, no, fuck you. I'm out. I like that. He just leaves. He feels betrayed. Yeah. That's how somebody who's betrayed is supposed to act. And you're they not let supposed it breathe. To stay there. Yeah. And they let it breathe. Well, in WWE, if he was betrayed, he would he would go it's on like the Game of and, Thrones. Yeah. Jon Snow got killed. His watch ended. No, I'm not staying here. You motherfuckers killed me. Yeah, exactly. Fuck my that. Watch, I'm my out. Watch has ended. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> my watch has ended. I am done. <laughs> yeah, Same thing I, with the I, hound. When the hound's like, I'm not fighting for this king. Fuck sitting, the king. Uh, sitting in fuck the... the- Sitting in fuck the Lex like, Luger, he could fuck like, those gem. <laughs> fuck the king. The king doesn't even know what he's doing. <laughs> fuck goes gem. <laughs> no, I love that. And then, uh, like Jeff Jarrett, he's like, "Dang, I'm gonna come out there and you do do do." And he just comes out and he just like Ern. down. Like and you know like, what I also the death like. Drop think is of... like his stunner in some way. So think about it from this perspective, right? I, I honestly, I thought at the time, and I remember this is still 96, early 97. I thought the dev drop was way cooler than the stunner up to this point because yeah. the stunner wasn't fast. So he would turn it around. And because of this, it was a little slow, but Sting would grab you by the hair. Yeah, look at him. That, I, that was so cool. You, look at you and then do the move. I mean, that's a cool Come thing on, about Sting. Man. He had like he had he had those two moves. He had the submission move, and then he had yeah the move where like it was like the stunner. He just dropped you, bro. He had three moves. The the and then the, the finger uh, splash. The, the splash, but man, did he get the most mileage out of those three moves? That that death drop. Yeah, I love. I remember playing WCW NWO Revenge, and they changed the they changed the death drop where you would pull the hair back and then you would drop them. And I was like, I love it. So yeah, I remember. Cool. It's like the first one, WCW versus NWO World Tour. I thought it was. It was just. Yeah, I remember. And, it and I lame. thought it was so cool that they had the entrance where he came down. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh my god, so cool. this is like the apex of graphics. I, I, I wish, I wish, like WCW, like was able to still 
work with THQ at that time because they were making such great games and didn't just lose it to WWF. Like that way it would have been like you would have had two of like the best games. Well, you know that WCW NWO Revenges, I believe yeah, one of the top number selling games. three best-selling game for N64 history. A wrestling a game. game is in the top five. Like that was the first game where you like actually saw like yeah. the, you know the Titantrons and you know like that the was the, that changed the game that that so game cool. I remember yeah. that at that time I I remember this very specifically because I was one of the few WWF guys because everybody liked WCW but and this is one thing they always put on me bro look at the toys from WWF they suck. Look at that crappy little plastic belt. Look at those crappy little toys. Look at the shirts. They look lame. Everything WCW had better shirts, better toys, yeah. better replica belts. They were the first to have metal. They were replica. the first. And I that's I, better video games, better cups. There was nothing that WWF had over them. They really didn't. You know, you got to remember Marvel made their toys. The Marvel yeah. made their toys. Yeah, you know, and the toys look super cool. Well, the first the first toys they had where they just vibrated. But those, those suck. Uh, those, those, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those suck. Those <laughs> suck. I'm talking about just... NWO era. Like, it, like man, even you remember the cardboard of the WCW toys? They looked so cool. Yeah. And WWFs was so lame. Well, so they still lame. had the bone crunching things. Yeah, and like Austin, man. Austin had his hands like this. And, and it's just the quality of the toys were better. Like everything, yeah. WCW's products were a lot higher quality. Their shirts like, were cooler. Like that yeah. Scorpion shirt was so Everything cool. was cooler. Everything. The, the, the outsider like, shirt. Even, even the, the shirt. I mean, like you remember, the outsiders were the only guys that could put their face on it. And I was like, that's still so you remember shirt. You remember like that vinyl Vince McMahon mask that you'd see every now and then? Yeah, like it, it was like big. I don't know. I think two thousand ish. Or yeah, something. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Well, I remember the first mask I seen like that was Sting, yeah. and everybody bought that shit. Oh, everybody that, 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 bought like, that shit in school. So yeah, cool. like it was a cool fucking mask. People like, he, that didn't like wrestling, so cool. people that that didn't like wrestling liked him. But what I loved about that Sting is like he didn't feel like. A wrestler, he felt like this different. I don't know. I, I, I've you, not like, seen them. Replicate. I'm gonna put it to you like this: When I first heard of the Crow, I yeah. thought the movie was based off Sting. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was a little kid. I didn't. Yeah. Know no, I know. Heard. I know. But I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> to me, wrestling was like what happened. So, like, of course, that they must have loved Sting and WCW made a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, I mean, that's what I mean. It's just, I mean, but it was, I don't know. He, he didn't feel like this. He didn't feel like a wrestler. He felt like a, I don't know. He felt like, I don't want to say a superhero. Was that, that's it. He was kind of like the Batman of, of, he felt of, like a, a rock star. Yeah. He had this, and like, everybody around him was like a regular dude. Like I mean, you just, never yeah. saw thing. You know what was also important? You never saw this man show any vulnerability for like three years. Yeah, 
And that's very also important. he wasn't they they didn't shoot him backstage like in front of like you know hey Sting what's going on thing. no they they shot it like he's dejected from yeah. not just WCW but wrestling he's yeah. he's only gonna be here watching from afar make sure yeah. that NWO doesn't burn the whole house down but outside of that he was just I don't want to deal with you guys you've betrayed me I still yeah. love wrestling but I hate you motherfuckers. Well, it was great. He shows up, you know, with the bat and he just starts, you know, he like, you know, threatens to hit him. He would do the thing where you push him. Oh, and then I, hand you him know the what I love with fake sting? Well, like where fake sting uh, was like putting the bat on his chin and then he pops yeah. it from his he arm. Knocks it off. That like was the first sword. time he done that. That was Those, so cool. And then he popped it so easily from his hands. I'm like, he is so fucking so, cool. It was so, so cool. fucking cool. <laughs> And then he just like, yeah, is that fake sting? Oh, God. And the close up they do with the fake sting when he has the bat like this, and you're like, yeah. oh man, he looks scared. It's just little things like right. that you just don't see in wrestling. And then he dropped them, and then he did the, and then he did the drop thing when they both stand there. You know, he just drops them. It's so great. Uh, I mean, all right. So let's talk a little bit about. I mean, we could go through everything here, but let's talk. I mean. At this point, you know, he does the thing with Lex Luger. He's just throwing the, you know, the bat, you know, same thing with that. He would threaten them and then he would hand them the bat. And a lot of guys wouldn't hit him. And then, but some guys did. Yeah. Which I think is very important because if you just had everyone not hit him, I think it was very important that they established with Rick Steiner that you can't attack him, but there's an end result that's going to happen from that. You got to get your ass whooped. That's and I like the happen. fact that like they were calling him out, Sting, come back. And he would just like he would show up in the match and like drop <laughs> like don't mention his name. He was like candy man, you know, like he would just show up and drop, you know, like don't mention it, don't dare mention his name. Um, all right, so that's gonna take us up to Sting with the um okay, so they have the they have the Starcade and um the giant is facing who's the giant? The giant's facing um somebody scott hall, scott hall or something but Sting oh, comes out. Thing, man. i love scott hall on commentary oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he like, good he's talking about staying like hey don't yeah, fuck he's with, with him he's with he, us, he, that that guy can go <laughs> that guy can go <laughs> <laughs> like like they show the part where um yeah where like sting takes the um yeah where he he like just picks their head up and like whispers in their ear yeah, and they dropped. Oh, and yeah, the giant he, was still with the NWO, yeah. so it was the giant versus Lex Luger, and he picks so up. So he's Lex trying to Luger. play both sides by by yeah. you showing him talking to both, so you yeah. don't know where he's going because for like a year that was the intrigue. Is he NWO? Is he WCW? Yeah. You know, like here's the thing. Yeah. Also, they've already established the the NWO is better than all the baby faces and yeah. smarter than all the baby faces. They they lost. And, you know what was also very important? You have WCW attacking Sting. NWO never attacks Sting. They're always trying to be chummy, say good things about. Yeah, like, they, I want love, they, they want him. They that. Side. Exactly. They're not they, stupid. <laughs> they wanted him on his side. Yet WCW is being a bitch. Yeah. You, well, you know, they like, made him look cool because he's not. You know. He's neutral. It also made WCW look unsympathetic. It, it's kind of like what Austin was. You know, Austin was like, I'm not really WWF, I'm me. 
you know, I don't give a shit about this company. I don't give a shit about Vince McMahon, you know? Like, we don't have that anymore. Now everybody has to fly the like, colors I of the see fucking it. company. I see, I see WCW, right? I, I see the body being wrestling, the doctor being WCW, and the cancer being the NWO, the two being Sting. That's how I saw it. Because, yeah, for a long time, you were like Sting was his own entity. But I mm -hmm. felt that the way it always had to go, and it did go, is when he has to be the one that saves WCW. That's where it has to go. And we're going to get to that next week. But let's let's talk about like so the next night. I don't know if it's the next night or the next week. The NWO turns on the Giant, and they mm -hmm. just beat the crap out of them. And then Sting shows up with a baseball bat, and they're like the NWO is doing commentary, and they're like, "Yeah, he's on our side or whatever." And he points the bat at them, and he's like, "Yeah, he's pointing at us." <laughs> <laughs> and he drops the bat, you know. And then here comes Virgil or Vincent or whatever the hell. Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah, the jobber. And he's like, he's like playing around, like, "Hey, I got this big game here," and Giant just lifts him up. <laughs> And kills him. But the great thing is when they saw that he was like coming up, they leave the they leave the you know the broadcasting booth and go after him. It's not like today where they would just sit there and watch him get killed. You yeah, know, like you know what I like, also liked? I also like that. So you so the reason they're turning on on Big Show is because he got his ass whooped, right? Yeah. But like when he loses his match, and you have he the commentator explain. Hogan. Look who they brought out to to help uh, Big Show, X Pac. Yeah. If they really wanted him to win, they would have brought half the roster and like they do with Hogan all the time. So like even then, they're yeah. telling you they kind of really wanted Big Show to lose. Yeah, and then big and then Giant, you know, tells he tells Hogan, you know, he's like, look, I want a title shot or whatever. He's like, well, brother, yes, you know, we that's the whole thing. Like, so so you get this situation where like the commentators. I really do like the commentary because they, they would give you information you might not know yeah. outside of the commentary. So they're, they, they're basically interjecting that Hogan wanted him to lose and brought out X-Pac to say that they kind of try to help you and you couldn't win even with the help knowing they, Hogan didn't want him that close to the title. Yeah. You know, like, it, which he, was he, a reoccurring theme. Like it was... The NWO was a vehicle to keep the title on Hogan. Exactly. And Hogan was such a great heel. Like, like when yeah. he spray painting Elizabeth and shit. Like, I thought that yeah. was such a great, like, because there's things that Hogan would do as a heel that I didn't really like. I thought it was too cartoony. But that was one of those occasions. It was like, man, he looks like such scum. Like he's yeah, like he was great at being barking at at Elizabeth. He's barking at Elizabeth, yeah. <laughs> like spray painting the dress. Wait, this is this is after what the Halloween Havoc, right? I, he, he, like, yeah, I think that was thirteen, volume thirteen, volume thirteen. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, or 13. twelve, something like that. Okay, yeah, okay, Sting Giant, Sting Watcher, yeah, yeah, watches from the rafters, twelve twenty three, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, no, there was, it, I don't know, it's so different than, like, this is what AEW should do with their commentators, not make them such dumbasses. Like, well, JR could do that. This is smart. Yeah, 
Yeah, you don't do it. I don't think you can do it with four people on commentary. Uh, no, that's all because for you to tell a coherent story, you can't have four people fighting to talk. Three, you know, that's all you need. You, yeah, you could do three, but I think the fourth is too much. Honestly, I like two. I always like two. I don't think three is necessary, but I won't fight the third one. I, I mean, I, they kind of need the third like one because you know Excalibur is kind of like the Professor Mike Tanay. That's what he's he's filling that role. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's kind of what they're, they're trying to do the WCW commentary. Except now they've mm -hmm. added a fourth one, which is too many. You know. Yes, like, but um, here's the thing: when do the commentators really talk about the story of the matches? They don't. So they they're not doing WCW store. Like to me, the commentary is not about talking about the play by play. It was never about the play by play. JR is not the greatest announcer because he was the greatest play by play, even though nah. he was very great play by play. It's because of the moments, the explaining why does yeah. this move hurt? Why does this story mean something like it's about the storytelling you you tell, you know, the wrestlers are painting, you're explaining it, explain it. Don't do this yeah. move by move. Shit. Nobody cares. You know, like like when uh, Jim Ross and I know you hate the heel turn, but but he's saying, you know, I was there when Austin, you know, came out of the hospital and surgery. I was there, you know, you know, like like he's putting those little things. Michael Cole and none of these other idiots do anything like that. They never tell you no. anything personable about the no. person. It's just bullshit. It's just white noise. I, I almost turned the, the only guy I like in WWE is Pat McAfee. He is has he, his moments, but then he, he feels can be real. It, it's not about like how great he is mechanically. He's the only commentator who feels like he's not being fed a script. Yeah, and, I'll, I'll and agree. For with WWE. You that's good. At yeah. this point, that that's the best you're gonna get. Let me be thought, honest here. That's the best you're gonna get. Yeah, good point. All no, right. So, what hey. else should we say about this? We're gonna come to like some really good stuff in this yeah. next in this next volume. But I just love this this thing. Yeah. I think this is. So I, cool. I would exp I would I would say this this storyline is probably the most artistic wrestling storyline I ever seen. Um, the most nuance the most subtle and honestly one of the longest like it, it, that was like a two two and a half year storyline overall yeah you know and honestly that was the apex of wcw that is like that is really that and staying in the nws really was what beat yeah. wwe it was Absolutely. You know, Goldberg came in the tail end of that, but it was gave them life after that. But yeah. Yeah, it, it was no different than how The Rock was kind of coasting. If they hadn't have blown day. it with with Sting after, you know, when he finally faced Hogan, they could have still won. They could have been, you know, they could have done that. I, I always thought the best way to do it was to have, you know, like H Hogan and, you know, he beats Hogan decisively. And then, you know, maybe you wait till Why is this even an argument? The way that Brock beat Hogan was the way Sting should have beat Hogan. Yeah. Should have been a five-minute like, match. stupid. Just, Just kill him. Kill him. Kill him. It should... Bro, he beat the entire NWO by himself. 
I, Am I, I really supposed under- to believe he can't we're, beat we're gonna, Hogan now? We're going to get into that. Believe me, we're going to get into that. All right, so anything to say about the, these moments of Sting? No, but I mean, I'm even talking cool. about Fall Brawl. He, he whooped him by himself in that, too. No, like, I know. But, know, but like, it, that's why it makes no sense that, you know, I agree. Jumping yeah, ahead but you and, know Hogan. You know Hogan. I know, and we're going to get and to Sting, that. Sting isn't going to fight it, you know? Uh, well. So, anything else to say about this, about these moments? Man, I forgot how great wrestling can be sometimes. You I really thought, I thought so. That's why I was like, I was like, let's watch this. You're going to like this stuff. You know, like. This is good. Yeah, I, I could get, this I could get I into like, this because this it's far enough from my memory that, like, I get something from rewatching it. Yeah. You know, it's not like Ross, like, like seeing the 90, uh, 97 to, to 99, 2000 Ross. You know how many times we've seen that shit? I know. And I'm sick. We've probably seen each episode at least five times. Like at, at a I certain know, point, you just kind of get tired of yeah. watching it again and again. And that's why it's good that we're, that we're doing this. All right. So anything else to say about, uh, about Sting? Good? It's only going to get better from here. That's right. All right, so the truth shall set you free. Free.